You can like take it out in a meeting. The recovery revolution will Damn. be podcast you know on I the Sips right now addiction recovery Sweet. network. Dun, dun, dun. That was Welcome to the Sense Right yeah. Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SenseRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Thank you. I have uh, no, I have a few things we're gonna do. Uh, Break the ice. Hot takes. Oh, hot takes! I love Break it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just spin the bottle. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also just an update, just because it's, it became a thing, so now people are writing uh, about my health. Yeah, good. Yes. Let's um, talk about it. Let's. let's and then I've, there's some nice letters. We've got a uh, a nice voicemail, basically yeah. on. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever checked it checked it out of YouTube. Okay, sitting here, Jeff and Matt. Yeah, but there's a service called um, God. What's it called? It doesn't matter. Okay, it's like called Speak Pipe. That's what it's called. Speed Pipe. Speak Pipe. Speak Pipe. That's and speak it's pipe. basically like, like voicemail for your um, website. Oh. And nice. uh, so people can just go cool. click on it and leave a voice message. Oh, that's cool. So we got a nice one of those, which have, we haven't in a while. Okay. Um, what is going on? Voicemail through the speak pipe. Yeah, the old Sweet. speak pipe. The old speaky nice. pipey. Fantastic. Um, yeah, too much of a delay right? yeah. in the cans. I don't know what's going on. It's okay. It's all right. Um, just take them off. You don't even know. Okay. You so, don't even know. Uh, what was I going to do first? Your health. Um, Oh, my health. Update on your health. Okay, yeah. real quick update on the health. Thank, yep. First off, thanks everybody for that has written in and uh, and and or or speak piped. Um, or is it spoke pipe? <laughs> um, it's woke pipe. But uh, some, somebody actually wrote in to say that they also had uh, elevated hematocrit and and shared their experience with what that means for them and what what and they do get. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, phlebotomy. Okay. So period- periodically, I get phlebotomized. Mm. Um, it turns out that I don't have hemochromatosis, so no phlebotomies for me. Oh, which were you, were you I was kind of looking for. Yeah, a little bit. I, I was know. looking That's forward to being uh, phlebotomized. Phlebotomized. Um, I mean, of all the treatments, it's pretty badass. Yeah, that's a good one. It is. It is. <laughs> pretty badass yeah all you scrabble nuts phlebotomized um Um, (laughs) but it would have been an answer too which is it would have been an answer exactly in its own right exactly which and i found myself i was telling matt just before we went on the air today i went and had an ultrasound of all my internal business and uh i found myself lying there and part of me was or not part of me all of me was was going God, I hope they find something. And I realized that's not exactly yeah. what I mean. No, right. What I mean is, I just want an answer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Does it look like Operation when you're watching it, like the game Operation? There's like going over, like I can barely your heart? see it. Your liver? But, ba- but no. you know, have you ever seen you've like a baby ultrasound. one? A baby yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah, yeah, thing. Except baby. my babies are like livers and <laughs> hearts and kidneys, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Does it look like it looks like I didn't oh, get a, a good look at my liver because half the time I didn't have a good view of the monitor gotcha actually a third of the time i didn't have a good okay. view when i was on my right side i could kind Do of they see goop it. you up like yeah this is goop. They, 
kind yeah. of nondescript amoeboid yeah. shapes, yeah. and yeah. they're all the same color. Right. And it's yeah. not someone's like, like you look good, you know. Yeah. And, well, and it's interesting. My wife came with me, and my wife, and uh, <laughs> my wife, but, my wife. But, I can't help it. But and so she had the the thing, the, the ultrasound wand. Yeah, and and she goes well, and and so you're she pregnant. tells my wife, she goes there, there. Well, there's the heart right there, yeah. and I go. That seems really low for my heart. I said, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. And uh, and she goes, I had it angled upwards. I'm like, okay, because it was like it yeah. felt like the wedge where yeah, the one right was here. was like over my stomach. Yeah, I'm like, like wait that's a minute, weird. You got a case yeah. of belly heart, boy. <laughs> but <That's> uh, funny. <laughs> so we had fun. Good. That's fun. Uh, There's nothing like a good couple bonding yeah. day out to get an ultrasound. Ultrasound. Well, I was there for hers. And, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Riffing with the technician. Like, see, let's go see what I got. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, so nothing. They found nothing. Well, the, she, you know, she's not a, she's not there to diagnose it. She's there to just oh record she, it. She was and the, they send it the, off to somebody to what look they at call it. it the technician. Yeah. Not that she's incapable of, I don't know if she is yeah. or not, but that's not what she, you know, my doctor's yeah. going to get it and review it. And yeah. They watch it on a big screen. Tell me what's up. Class. Yeah. HD. Put a, put she a music just, track to it. Yeah, she was just there. She was the DP. Yeah. She was yeah. there to capture the footage right. and they're going to take it back and cut it together and see what they got. Right. Go Art, with some artistic vision. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's right. So, uh, I actually have a copy of it. Um, we'll upload that for, yeah, well, this for all the and anybody else that wants to diagnose yourself. <laughs> well, what's funny is so one of the letters we got was uh, I should pull it up. Um, oh god, there's so we had some good long ones which I have to. I'm gonna feel bad because now I'm not gonna find it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the one. No, I respond to that. So we got one from a an ER nurse i believe that said love you guys but you're killing me with uh talking getting all the the medical <laughs> information wrong right which i'm like oh shit what am i what have i gotten wrong right um uh, <laughs> surely she knows what belly heart is yeah <laughs> i mean surely they so, taught that we're not doctors but and, technically and I, but come on and i apologize <laughs> oh wait no here you go you guys are killing me with all this medical talk that is inaccurate and i'm an ernp Wishing you luck, love you all, and love the show. Um, Sorry. Uh, so that was uh, thank you. Actually, there's no name on that one. So thank you, ER person, ERNP. So ERNP. nurse practitioner. Oh yeah. If we're getting it wrong, right. <laughs> diagnose this shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't just send up. us that note. I'll put my older sounds. Tell up. us what you we're think it start, is. Yeah, we're going to start crowdsourcing <laughs> solutions here. Right. So far, we have a couple of uh, vague guesses <laughs> and conditions that don't exist. So, yeah. <laughs> belly heart. I'm, so I'm going <laughs> That's with number one on the board today. So, <laughs> step up, internets. Uh, what else? Although Matt, I believe, was correctly diagnosed, Maggie. And said, I bet Maggie's a writer. Maggie emailed back, yes, Maggie is a writer. Well, nice. Yeah. Takes Look one to know that. one. Yeah, you know. Takes um, one to know one. So thank you. kind of can tell. Yep. Maggie. Maggie also left a, a generous, um, much appreciated contribution in our tip jar. Thank you, Maggie. Thank oh, you. then I would have said not a writer. If, I, if you had said that before, that's an unwriterly gesture. Um, <laughs> um and that was very uh, kind of her. That was very kind of her. And uh, you know, we, I, I've been, I've neglected to. This is the show's going to be all over the place because there's some housekeeping to do. Only because I realize I, I probably haven't 
thanked anyone in a while. I, I mean, uh, Mary G, Eric A, Edward F, Daniel M. I know I think Daniel. Matthew M, N, uh, Maggie D, and Celia B have all very been very generous and uh, donated into the tip jar. Oh, nice. And it helps, um, you know, offset... They're not, they're not huge, but they're not insignificant costs of keeping this all running as yeah. um, keeping this thing poorly out. as it this does. Finally, <laughs> this finely right. tuned machine. And they're paying for all Chris's medical treatment. So <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> Who all needs insurance? Wash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So... Um, Thank all of you. Cool. Uh, while we're at too, I wanted to since people are like in uh, and, and 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 they're writing in, talk, calling in, talking. We did ask last episode uh, if there were people out there that weren't yet sober that listen to the show. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And someone responded. Oh, oh wow. Um, okay. And uh, so they want to be sober, but they aren't sober. Well, we don't they're know. not sure they want to be sober. Okay. okay. Which is interesting. They're, but they're very much... Um, curious. They're, they're dry curious. They're dry curious. They are. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so she's 23. Um, I guess doesn't feel comfortable at AA because... Um, Godspell. She doesn't see herself there kind of like okay. in a number of ways. But yeah. I think, um, you know, not young and not female. Okay. She's found, which I understand. So, you know, I did send along, well, you know, keep looking for the meeting that's yours yeah. if that's what you want to do. Yep. Um, also, uh, you know, of course, Refuge Recovery does online and Smart Recovery does online meetings yep. if they're not available where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what we expected when we asked that. Yeah. Like if we want to, how we want to follow up. I mean, she's, I don't want to. We know it doesn't work anyway, but we don't want to. Through the mic, intervene. No, no. Yeah, we're not interventionists. We just want to talk about the experience. I think if yeah. if anybody would ever be interested. Yeah. So, which that's why I, I haven't put that out there. I know we just said we want yeah. to hear from you, but yeah. I wasn't sure to what end. Oh. I realized, and but um, it was kind of open ended. Oh, so yeah. we want to call her and talk to her. <laughs> Also, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, yeah. I, it's, we want to go over a, there. It doesn't work. Oh. Right. We don't want to intervene. What I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't work. And B, is that really, if someone is curious about meetings and listening to this podcast, yeah. maybe their mind's more made up than they think. True. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I think so. I mean, I had plenty of time on my hands when I was in my cops yep. and I wasn't like, <clears throat> even wanna, the word sober was not, no. Truly. It was a non-starter. So, yeah. Um, but all that being said, I just—it's just sheer curiosity on yeah. my part. I don't have any vested interest in anyone getting sober or not—not not getting sober. Right. Um, right. But if she's twenty-three, right? Yeah. That's exactly where I was. Where I—I well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't right. going to quit drinking. I was twenty-three, even though I knew deep in my heart that I should quit drinking. Yeah. But and I was—I would have approached it just. I kind of approached it just like this. Kind of, right. I think I had gone to meetings by the time I was 23, 22. Okay. I think I had gone to meetings before I was twenty-one. Really? Yeah. But it's interesting, right? You're right at that age. Yeah. Where you're, it's still fun. It Well, it's still Could fun, s- and you're surrounded by people who are in the thick of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's really hard to evaluate 
if you're drinking too much and yeah. consequences and all those different things. Yeah, you're 23. You're surrounded by people blacking out, yeah. hurling, yeah. waking up in strange places. That's yeah. what being 23 yeah. is, you mm-hmm. know? None of that is yeah. odd behavior but I think at it's, all. I think it's great. She's 23 and she's she's open-minded enough to listen to this mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe evaluate. Like, I don't know if alcohol's totally working in my life. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. So good. Yeah. If that's where you're at, that's great. That's very cool. Do some more investigation because that's awesome. Please be safe. Because totally. Oh yeah, I think we've you know not to you know I think there there's a a, a, a she's moved into like maybe a, a bit more dangerous place. Okay, drinking. So I think it is worth well worth exploring. Yeah. Um, should we should we recommend the drink an hour? <laughs> right. Like the yeah, ultimate test that I did so not well. fail. Um, I felt, felt, like if you can go out, yeah. see if you can have one drink per hour mm. for the night. That's mm. four drinks from a 7 to 11 period. Just see what happens. Can you achieve that? Wow. Mm. I like that, I right? Would, I would hack that system right away. <laughs> Me I too. I like tried to hack it first. 64 ounce <laughs> totally. jungle juice. <laughs> Done. Yeah. A, a normal drink. Don't think you can go. Like I did. I went to the place that served three beers in one glass. Right. And right. thought, oh, and still failed. I'm doing anyway. great. Um. So uh, yeah, I would just say uh, be safe um, yes. as you navigate this phase of your drinking, moving into sobriety, mm-hmm. recovery um, is quite frankly, you know, where I hope you go. So I, you know, I won't lie about that. Um, no, that's very true. And uh, ain't gonna lie, ain't gonna lie. And you know, ultimately. I think we all want the same thing. Right. We're kind of playing hard to get. Yeah. Kind of like, hey, we don't, you know, whatever your thing is, but I mean, there's only one answer, but (laughs) hey, it's up to you, but uh, you know, one choice. So just one. Yeah. Sure. It really is. That's right. And, and one, one uh, practical choice, but many paths to get there. Right. I mean, ultimately like, you're looking to abstain and, and yeah. start recovering, yeah. um, but there are a variety of ways to come about it. Did you guys know heavy drinkers when you were in your 20s who you like? I don't, I knew lots of people that drink as much as I did that I don't know if they ever got sober or not, I, yeah. or they might have just gotten sober because they were just heavy drinkers in college and then graduated, got jobs, and quit drinking like normal people or slowed yeah. down or just yeah. had a normal experience with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a friend like mm-hmm. up until my late 20s. Yeah. almost 30 who mm-hmm. was like routinely in the hospital mm-hmm. yeah. for drinking yeah like organs shutting down bad situation no bueno mm-hmm. yeah. and just as luck would have it he moved in like behind my parents yeah um and kind of slowed down yeah like mm-hmm. yeah he's not recovery like yeah. he didn't take that path he just like you know temperance yeah just yeah. grew up a little bit or whatever yeah whatever the weird shit yeah. however that happened yeah don't understand it but for some people i guess that that happens possible yes it's not a black or white thing, mm-hmm. right? I'm like you. it is for us. Yes, right. I would have never done that. Yeah, no, but, I know pl- lot, lots of people who aged out of yeah youthful drinking, yeah, crazy binge drinking. Yes, that I know. Yeah, or knew. Yeah, um, and yeah, I I'm probably most people, right? Uh, uh, yeah, like, I would assume. Yeah. You just I know people that aged out of hard drugs too. Yeah, who right. Like, yeah, had yeah, like a cocaine right. phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that like, too. I'm yeah. just not into it anymore. You yeah. know, and I yeah. kind of did that. Right. And I kind of age back in. Yeah. But, you know, 
You're never too old to get a cocaine habit. You know what I'm saying? No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. It's like, hey, 10 years, and there's never, you know, it's not in my life. And then it's like, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Many ways to get there. Okay. All right, let's open these. these Yeah, let's Let's do that. So hold on. Well, I'm going to finish up a couple email things. Jeff's going to open. This is the first round, the first batch, maybe the first six pack that came off the line of our new Dark Amber. Dark Amber non-alcoholic craft beer. Yeah, Dark Amber non-alcoholic craft beer. Oh, thanks, it's, Jeffrey. It is delicious, and I might be biased, but it's yeah. really good. Just and, like I like it so much, I bought the company. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and there you go. This is uh, exciting. This is exciting. Okay. So we tried the other one. We tried the first one online. Cheers, on right? Cheers. We tried the first one. On the oh podcast. boy! All right, okay. Down the hatch. Here we go. Wow. Whoa. That is, that's pronounced. That's good. Yeah. That's pronounced, right? Yeah, that's hoppy. Yeah, I was going to say it's herbal in a way. It's like more than the The heavenly body. Heavenly body. Yeah, Yeah, this has a little bit more going on there. It really does, doesn't it? It does. But it's not, it's not unlike, that taste is something where you're like, whoa. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not over the top. No, no, Mm. no, no, no. It's right there. And, you know, it's been probably four years uh-huh. since I had a real beer, um, like a crafty craft mm-hmm. beer. And this, this stance, this is, the oh, yeah. this is the deal, man. It's got drinkability. It's deal. got drinkability. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good crafty beer, right? It, it is. is. It's really good. Yeah. I wouldn't. And it's, it's a really That's nice beer. That's got to be relief. Oh, I'm so relieved. Wow. Has like a piney mm-hmm. front thing going yeah. on there. Yeah. You could say like a rosemary. Yeah. Kind of really herby. Piney. Rosemary. Like something. Yeah. Front. Uh-huh. And then, and then it's crisp though. No, no. sweetness. Mm-mm, no sweetness. Yeah. I know. That's the it's thing, not man. Like the Klaus, the Klaus Hauer dry hop is mm. so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I don't like, like that. Yeah, it's not I sweet. don't like that at all. Mm. In, in yeah. any beers, it's endemic. Yeah. There's it's just a sugary yeah. thing going on. I, I got to tell you, I like this more me than too. the Heavenly Body. Oh, and I dig me some Heavenly Body. I dig me Heavenly Body too. I, I have too. at least one a day. Yeah. I know, me too. Well, just one a day, really. Yeah. yeah. For, with dinner. It, it helps yeah. the doctor away. One, um, one, one a day. I'm, I'm sorry. That's what it says on the bottle. <laughs> one a day. <laughs> one a day. Again, <laughs> we're not doctors, but we're pretty sure. Say, this even has like a, a kind of a citrusy nose. Yeah. yeah. All the things that they say about hops. Interesting. Yeah. Citrusy. Gosh, this is one you should send to like. You know, beer graphs or one of these beery beer, mm-hmm. and see what these guys think. Yeah. You know what these people think of this stuff because I got to tell you, yeah, who baby? I know, right? Yeah, turned out heard you her. got it. So happy. Heard it her. Heard it. I'm drunk. No, I'm <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, wow. Hellraiser Dark Amber by Wellbeing Brewing Company. Yep. Yeah. Our own Jeff. Yep. It'll be. It's on. You can order some tonight. Yeah, on the site, wellbeingbrewing dot com. That's good. Go out. We will ship it. Ship it to you. We were up late last night shooting a bunch of stuff. Mm. For yes, Razor. we were. It was super fun. You'll be able to see online. Yeah. Online in uh, you know, give it a couple weeks. Okay, starting yeah. to cut tonight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I have some Hellraiser. A Hellraiser spot we're going to put out Monday. Oh, so that'll be fun. Is that DJ? That's the DJ spot. Right on. A fun DJ cool. spot, and followed by some other ones. Okay, and uh, we'll be on sale at retail Sunday. But we're locally. We can, yep, and then we can. We'll be shipping right now, and hopefully, we'll get out and yeah. And so on the ground, you're in St. Louis, and you said I emailed you. St. Louis, Columbia? Kansas City, Columbia, uh, Indy, um, Illinois, like parts of Illinois, um, Denver, 
okay. a few places in Denver. We're picking up a few more. Um, with Milwaukee within the next couple of weeks. I will be up there. So, yeah, wow. we're kind of getting a little, getting mm-hmm. out there and then, yeah. All throughout the Middle West. All throughout and the Middle West. And a little then. into the West. Yeah. West. And sh- but we're ap- lovely to ship. So, mm-hmm. we're psyched for that. <laughs> what do you, are you, I've seen like mindful drinking. Right? Yes. Which is interesting because I just saw a thing today about mindfulness. So yeah. Somebody did a study that found that watching TV, like the right TV, like a nature show, yeah. has the same benefits as meditation. Like half hour of watching nature shows has, has the same benefits as watch, uh, doing half an hour of meditation. Really? So you could do I'm mindful dead. drinking and just sit and watch a nature show and drink a well-being and you're good. <laughs> well, I like that. You're mentally good. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read this. So it's funny. Someone in recovery wrote, that because we alcoholics never mindfully drank, and the whole idea mm-hmm. of mindful drinking is to try to get people to right. slow down, order better quality alcohol or or non alcohol, mm. and enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and tr- and truly savor mm. your experience of drinking, regardless. And then when you feel, and then be very mindful of how it affects mm. you, and when it affects you, you should switch over to something that's not alcohol. Mm. We never did that, right? Mm-hmm. So no. for people to recover, there is no such thing as mindful mm-hmm. drinking in no. that sense. No. <laughs> like, well, that doesn't compute for us. No, there's no time. No. I never stopped and said, I better have a water now. No, no I no. No, I, I never, never savored. said, that's enough. Right. And I don't suspect any, you know, the vast majority of people listening are familiar right. with that concept. Exactly. The idea of, right. no, it's just, it's a one-way street, yeah. right. and you, it's just foot to the floor. It's yep. an additive process. Exactly. Yep. Right. And you know where you're going, hmm. and that's just, it's all about getting there. Yeah. Where you, right. you, you want to be is oblivion, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think this product is good for mindful drinking. Mm. I, I do, think too. Oh, yeah. a really good... Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, yeah. a lot to savor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Well, that's exciting. Good. Yeah, very. I mean, incredible. Uh, you know, two super tasty brews in the. Yeah. Two for two. Two for right two. This one gate. took a little longer to get to, but man, we got there. So. You're due for a bomb. Yeah, we are. Next <laughs> She's one. like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, we're going to do like a pickled wart, <laughs> like sour quince porter. <laughs> this is going to be baller. Yeah. yeah. It's just something really gross. Yeah. I, I'm sure out of all the craft brews out there, there's hundreds. There's got to be some just shitty beers. Oh, there are thousands, right? That yeah. are just like oh, there's got to be some great beers. label, great brand, and you're oh, just like yeah. this sucks. Yeah. Oh, without question. Yeah. However, you have to think also about all the think of all the quality control hmm. hurdles that you had to get through to get this out there. Yes. I mean, hmm. you think somebody, but it's, it's subjective. It is. It's like music like or it. art. You know. Yeah. I mean, how much shitty music is out there? And there was a A and R. You know, there was a label. Mm, there was a, everybody was like, "Yep, this is good." <laughs> so, I guess it's only mm-hmm. it's good. there's no way to really tell if it's good or not. I know. Well, and you, but you have <clears throat> drink alcohol drinker beer alcoholed beer drinkers. Yes, making this with you. Oh yeah, and so they try it totally, and they'll give you. Yeah, they're. Gr- I mean, we have the whole brew staff. An honest opinion. They, yeah, that. They, and they're they're very you know they all have very developed palates. Right. Yeah. You know exactly well, how to describe things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We have a very good team of that, but I I was actually kind of new through sm- through smelling mm. what I liked. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I knew we were, we would do the hop mm. characteristics and smell that. I'm like oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. So it was good. And I wanted and I described the brief to this. Mm. Like this is exactly what I said I would like, and they made it. You know, that's great. Yeah. That's cool. I'm like I want something that's this, but not too much of this, too much of that. And that they really got a good. And they nailed it. They nailed it. So wow. good for them. 
Good for them. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, um, I'm excited too. This right. is great. Damn. Let me let me share another piece of mail. Okay, for a we'll take a break and come back. But because the other question, another question we asked last week was had 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 anybody successfully quit drinking using Alan Carr's book? Mm. Yeah, and, that's a big question. Uh, Someone said yes. Jennifer says, hey, guys, I use Alan Carr's The Easy Way to Control Alcohol. Um, the Easy worked, Way to Control Alcohol. For me. Wow. I don't know how or why, but I haven't wanted to drink since I finished the book. Wow. Wow. Which is, that's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's, a that's his, endorsement. yeah, and that's his, his thing. That's, that's his, his thing. thing. It's like, yeah. by the time you're done with this book, you'll, you'll quit. Yeah. But it's, um, that's interesting that the title is How to Control Alcohol. I know. As sort of. Giving you this glimmer of hope that you're still going to be drinking by the end of it. I know. I'm already like, yeah, no. <laughs> Control. Yeah, that sounds. Tough. Alan, you <laughs> rascal. You almost had me you're, too. You're trouble. You're starting trouble, Alan. Yeah, you are. That's funny. Rabble rouse and Alan Carr. <laughs> um, so I mean, good, 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 good for Jen. Thank yeah, way and, to go. Uh, she's a, a faithful listener. Love you know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Old, listen to us every week and yep. we appreciate that and just super stoked that there's another i mean that's not even a i mean it, it's a it's a what is it called a it's a methodology it's yeah. a method yeah. that i mean she said she you know tried aa wasn't for her um had been thinking about quitting off and on for I guess, 10 years. Nothing clicked or changed. AA wasn't for her. Wow. Um, she picks up the book. Bought the book and listened to podcasts. And that's what did it. Good. Wow. So I would, yeah. I would go back and read that book and wondering if it parallels the smoking book. You know, if it's just if the, he he's added a new wrinkle, is it formulaic? Is, is this it the Ellen Carr algorithm, or is yeah. this in you know you a can different just hang different it. ornaments on the tree and yeah. quit anything through yeah. this process? Or yeah, yeah, I would be curious about that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if I had any interest in reading any of them, <laughs> you read the smoking book? I did not. Oh, oh. Mm. no, no. It's a it's a, a page turner, man. I, well, <laughs> you, you would you'd have to start smoking again you then know, to quit smoking when you read the all book. Right, for you guys, I'll do it. No, it's uh, that's funny. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing yeah. how the the compulsion really truly leaves you. Yeah. to do those kind yeah. of things. Yeah, Jeff and I were talking about it last night as we were loading all of these bottles of liquor. <laughs> Onto the bar oh, yeah. shelf at my agency, yeah. you know, just bottle after bottle, and we're like, yeah, we had just done the shoot. We had this, we made a nightclub, yeah, which was amazing. Right, we'd put all these bottles of liquor on the back wall to make it look like a nightclub, and then Matt and I are at the end of the shoot are taking all this just awful, like it just is disgusting. Bottle after bottle, bottle of liquor, tequila, like and yeah. vodka and stuff, and gross like, shit. There would have been a time yeah. when this would have been trouble mm-hmm. for you and I. And yeah. Here I am. They're just vessels full of something I have no interest in. It was, <laughs> vessels full it was of like sadness. Something magic happened mm-hmm. because <laughs> you're right. I, I just yeah. they're just bottles. Yeah. Anyway, I know. I, I feel you. I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, my first real job after I got sober was in that building sitting like 10 feet from that bar mm-hmm. a fully stocked bar yeah and by that point I was just like mm. yeah whatever yeah good luck with that don't spill anything on my shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> although I gotta say too what was cool that was when we still could smoke in the building Ooh. Do you remember oh that? yeah oh totally 
I was telling Matt that like before my time, man, we we would go to my office, the three of us. And my office was yeah. half the size of this room, yeah. and we would all just sit and smoke in my office. And there's no windows, no ventilation. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Just hot box in your room, <laughs> totally, man. I remember like the boss would come in and yeah. <laughs> just hey, what are you doing? No, I was just smoking. Yeah, three of us are sitting here smoking in the closet. That's what we get paid for, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> I I started my career on like the last day of indoor smoking. Literally, like that was the last week. Oh, and you're then kidding! It went down in Chicago. Nobody could smoke indoors mm. anymore. Yeah, and that was it. So I never worked in a yeah. place you could smoke. It's like, yeah, that's crazy. It's it feels like we're like mad. Like mad, like that should have been gone with Mad Men. Yeah, but like, I don't know. If, we were, I don't know if we were allowed to smoke. I think we just were doing it. I don't know if really? anyone else was smoking anywhere else in the building. I think we just this did. Maybe a little bit of a yeah. Chicago St. Louis divide too. Because I feel like Chicago might have stopped before, you know, Maybe. Yeah, there's probably. still bars you could smoke in in St. Louis, like, yeah. tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Are there? I don't, I don't know. know. Oh. Well, none of us go to bars. How do we true. know? But yeah. I've heard. Yeah. I'm sure there are. My uh, wife. My wife. <laughs> walked into Pop's Blue Moon today, because that's one of our good clients. And she's like, it says, she goes, it said on the door, no smoking, but I walked in, and it was just like... You could just tell someone had been just smoking, smoking in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. He didn't say anything about cigarillos. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm just working through these okay. as little interjections. Keep them coming. Yeah. The, Keep coming. This the, is like hot takes. The speak pipe, and then they have it's, hot takes too. But it's ma- this is sure the mailbag. Yeah, I just want to make sure the people. Yeah. You know, I appreciate the. Yeah. We all appreciate the people are writing Absolutely. us and calling us and. Yeah. Um, and Rachel uh, is who. Dropped a speak pipe on us, mm. and um, you know, I was just thinking today, I might get back into producing this show a bit more. I don't have it queued up. I'm sorry, Rachel. I don't even know if you want it uh, played on air, and that's one thing I need to uh, start mentioning because nowhere does. do I say if you write us, we're going to talk about it. you on air. Yeah, yeah. Um, you probably just use your first name if you it, speak yeah. pipe us. You may get played on air. Um, so I'm going to start that now, but <laughs> I won't play on air right now. Um, I just speak pipe. I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry, speak guys. Pipe. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> um, so, but here's here's one. Uh, somebody actually had a question for us. Um, uh, <laughs> Stephanie, Steph, sober two years, mm-hmm. uh, has three kids. Uh, with her for a week and dad for a week. The oldest, 18, drinks. Uh, when she stopped drinking, asked him to stop bringing alcohol in the house. He agreed, but hasn't followed through. Doesn't happen all the time, but disregard for the boundary I've set out. Um, 18-year-old drinking in your house. Right. But hold on, hold on. Found a bottle in his room. Uh, Bong? I don't insist this. there's no alcohol in other people's homes or when, you know, but her home is her safe alcohol-free space. Um, loves our show. We're hilarious. Uh, our show, your show is key in my success to remain sober, especially in the early days. Oh, which would love to you. hear that. Not yeah. necessarily that it's us, but just it's we're we're glad that we it, it helps. Yeah. It's nice to hear that. It's yeah. like yeah. hearing about people being successful, right? Being successful, um, and that you know to be able to play a part in that is uh, humbling. Yeah. And so, did someone? She, she has an eighteen-year-old drinking so, in her house. <clears throat> Her son, not just some random ET. Yeah, I was like, right. okay, first of all, ask, find out who it is. Yeah, what is it, a drifter? Yeah. <laughs> who, is, who is this rando? Learn his name first, <laughs> and then ask him to leave nicely. No, yeah. and you say bong? Yeah. Did she say bong? No, no. no. Oh, I not thought, beer yeah. bong. 
thought I heard a bong. Ripping bangers. Yeah, ripping, pulling but, tubes in my house. Uh, um, but if I, when I was 18, my mom would say, are you drinking? I would be like, of course I am, mom. I'm drunk right now. I'd laugh at her. And oh, like, you would? Yeah. Interesting. Well, what are oh they going to do? I, but it was we could drink at 18, unfortunately, in Colorado, because it was like... I was just having this conversation uh, with someone today. <clears throat> oh, I was having this conversation between low alcohol, no alcohol beer. Mm. Do I like being in that category? And I was like, no, because low alcohol beer is three two beer. Mm-hmm. That's considered yeah. low alcohol. And I know mm-hmm. I got plenty drunk on three two beer. Oh yeah, all the kidding? time. So yeah. you could drink three two beer in Colorado <laughs> when 18. you were eighteen. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. So, but it's funny when you're eighteen, you can't really tell eighteen year olds anything, can you? No. Like that's the whole point of being eighteen. I, I was just such a asshole nerd were you no oh my god if my parents asked me at 18 if i was drinking i'd yeah. be like of course not <laughs> oh, <okay>. but, <laughs> oh why would you think that but were you yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> but just no it's just like it's all subterfuge and you know i think it's fair to set boundaries with your 18 year old i think that's hard to do though right mm. like how she doesn't want him drinking in the house yeah do you, but see, I think you could flip it. I think my mom enjoyed me drinking in the house because she knew where I was. Yeah. So she was cool with us yeah. partying at our house. A, it was legal because it was 18. Yeah. So it wasn't that big a deal. That actually kind of dovetails with the hot take I was going to do later. But okay. I mean, all, this, all the, 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 the studies, the findings, the research shows that don't let your kids drink. Don't, okay. try, don't think being the cool parent, letting them try it early okay. is going to dissuade Over the behavior. later, yeah. Yeah, overconsumption later. Okay. Or change. Yeah, basically just wait overconsumption later. So you say um, no drinking in the house and just, just lay down the law. If my parents, yeah. Yeah. I, again, different strokes, man. But my parents would have found alcohol in when I was 18 in our house. They would have burned it to the ground. <laughs> and they were active, I now know, hmm. active alcoholics at the time. Yeah. But it was just a like strict kind of yeah. deal. Yeah. Now, this person we're hmm. speaking to, um, it sounds like so... It's a, is it a divorce situation? Like with I would I with, think so. Yeah. So when with dad drinking's cool, I think so. Okay. And with mom, don't bring alcohol in my house. But the eighteen year old's like, what yeah, if you whatever. Sat down and said, "Hey, your drinking is causing whatever it's doing to you. It's discourteous to me. In yeah. my, mm. you know, if you position it as, or it's dangerous to me. Yeah, like, it's, do it's you not care good for about me. Exactly. my health and well being. Exactly. Because guess what? Yeah." You're putting You're it in jeopardy. Playing with that, yes. Mm-hmm. And so, please don't drink. It's in not my house. about my house, my rules, because mm-hmm. you know that doesn't really work, right? That's mm-hmm. not going to work. But yeah, if it's, it's about if you love your mother, exactly, and if mm-hmm. you want me to stay sober, mm-hmm. and healthy, healthy, and yeah. can you, you not drink? Can you help house? me do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, which isn't a huge thing. Bring to them ask. in on right your team. Yeah, it really isn't. I mean, and I, you know, I was thinking about that in replying to. Um, uh, our 23 year old friend who's still drinking and, and my, my reaction now to people questioning drinking whether it's an 18 year old kid that just wants to have what may be normal 18 year old yeah. drinking times yeah. um, but it's really like what do you lose if you don't you know what I mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like what, what's it going to be to him if he doesn't drink in that house you know what I mean? There's, yeah. He's going to go out. He has friends. He's yeah. going to do things if he's going to drink. Yeah. Or yeah. Sh- yeah it's a he. He's going to drink um, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't need to no. fall asleep with a bottle of Jack Daniels. And if you do, then that's a whole different issue. Right. 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 So I but, think that's our angle. Right? That's our angle. Yeah. But Make I it. mean, as a, as a parent trying to communicate all that to an 18 year old kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think we're, we're going to, all our kids are, are younger than we're that. We're going to be there. Now. I think we're going to find out. I think we're going to be, I, I think you're asking us for, for insight. Uh, a question that we're going to be staff. asking you. I think you. we're going to like keep in touch and ask you. Why don't you do, do it? Cause we're I'll right there. there. I'll um, get there first. Yeah, you yeah. will. My boy is 14. Woo. Yeah. I know I'm the young one of us, but I have the oldest. Child. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what that says yeah. about you, man. He's an old, he's an old soul too. He, he is. is. Oh yeah, man. He is a salty dog. I haven't seen things, man. (laughs) No, he's uh, so far no no issues whatsoever. But you know what? I mean, geez, at fourteen, yeah. yeah, All I want to do is like listen to Billy Crystal stand up Mm. records Mm -hmm. and like play D and D with my friends. You know, Mm -hmm. so shit changes. You know how it goes. How old are you? What, What grade? He is a freshman in high school. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's wild. That seems so young to be a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah, it does. He'll be 15 in a couple, in April. I had a friend in California that was mailing, U.S. Postal Service mailing me joints in the mail when I was a freshman in high school. There you go. Wow. There you go. Mailing you joints. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's heavy. So you would have had to communicate that to them. Hey, dude, send me some no, joints. No, it was just it was just would. Okay, it would just show up. Yeah, it would just show up. Nice. <laughs> that's a friend. <laughs> that is a good friend. I like that. Weed in the mail. Yeah, yeah. I think I was smoking weed at freshman year. Absolutely. Eighth grade. Yeah, I kind of forgot that I started smoking weed kind of early. Yeah, weed's good. Weed was good back then. Yeah. Man, I didn't, I didn't start smoking weed till I was in college. Wow, nerd. Yeah, like I said, hey man, I'm, I'm telling you, 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 don't you hear me here? Yeah, you made up for lost time. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. true. I took to it. It did. It. <laughs> Honestly, I think I the first time I tried it, I think two weeks later, yeah. I was like daily. Yeah, you know? yeah. I know. So did what, everyone go deep on Doug Kenny this week? Speaking of crazy Doug drug Kenny. use, so Doug Kenny was it, is that who the guy yeah, National Lampoon? Talking about. National okay, Lampoon, founder of because it was on Lampoon. the founder of National Lampoon. There was two things on Netflix about Doug Kenny, who I'd never heard of. I've never heard of. But he founded National Lampoon, so there's a documentary on that, and mm-hmm. then there's a scripted sh- movie on yeah. the same subject. Yeah, there was, there was a... a and, uh, yes. So, so he wrote Animal House, he wrote Caddyshack, right. he started National Lampoon, right? Right. Started National Lampoon in, at Harvard, with Harvard Lampoon. Yeah. And then when he graduated from Harvard, he took it national. And there are a lot of great books on the subject, and lots of great writers passed through the halls of this... Hallett Institution. To and, everybody. Uh, everybody. Well, That's you know, amazing. I mean... The whole Saturday the, Night Live cast. Well, <laughs> the Harvard Lampoon in particular birthed, yeah. like, all of the great writers and producers of The Simpsons all came through that canon. Wow. It's really... But Doug Kenny was a big drinker, cocaine Kenny. abuser, pothead. Yes. Gotcha. yes. And... Died at 32. Yeah, 32, 34. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway... You know, Netflix, that's how people live now. Yeah. And that both of those things dropped recently. Yeah. The docu piece and the, yeah. the retail. So I read about his life, and it was just one of those things of rampant drug use caught up to this guy. Mm. And you could tell made him overly paranoid and depressed yeah. at this moment in time, and he killed himself. Oh. Well, or fell off a cliff or something. They don't know what happened. But it yeah, just was this yeah, awful story, was, right? In, yeah, it was, it was uh, when you have limitless funds yeah and you're surrounded by people who use yeah you know yeah i mean i don't know i watched the fictional okay it's called a futile and useless gesture yeah it was called Mm. i didn't think it was good you didn't i did not like it okay i watched the first half hour of it but anyway um but they 
you know, painted with a broad brush, mm. but that a lot of the people in his orbit at that time were not. Like Chevy Chase, not good for a drug user. Right. You know, Chevy Chase. Well, yeah, John right. Belushi, Chevy Chase, yeah, everybody. Terrible enabling. Yeah. Sure. Like, you know. Yeah. You know, showing up like, you know what you need? Tons of cocaine. Yeah. That kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I, I think that's a quote from <laughs> right. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, Doug Kenny, another casualty of this yeah. thing. Hmm. Yeah. But that just, when you have no, no one in your life is telling you you're using too much, you're hmm. doing too much. Yeah. You're just allowed to do whatever whatever whim strikes you, and you have unlimited yeah. funds. Um, but it, yeah, but I think, and it's a hard, being funny is a hard, you know what I'm, I mean, it's like it's a hard business to be in because you want approval. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, yeah. a hard emotional place mm-hmm. to be in, Yeah, I think, being a comic, as we all know, or in that world. Yeah. It's just yeah. brutal. So that, anyway. That's the true balance of the egomaniac and the with no self esteem. You know, totally. You have to think you're good enough to get it out there. Yeah, but then it, if it doesn't land, yeah, it just yeah. And so oh, God, the story terrible. was Caddyshack got bad reviews when it came out, and that's what he was depressed about. Yeah. Even though it turns out goes on to be one of the most iconic movies. Mm. I'm like, how did it get bad reviews when it came out? You know what I'm saying? Like when you very first would see the movie, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's but, bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I tried to rewatch it. Uh, and what do you think of that movie? It's not great. <laughs> I haven't watched it in a long time. I it's certainly just, haven't watched it so. But it changed. It, it changed pop culture. Whether you think it's a good movie or not, right? It was the quotable movie, maybe oh, the most so one. Quotable, so intermittently hilarious. Yeah. But and you know, it lampooned this whole world that yeah, a lot of people were familiar with. Yeah, yeah. But it's like four movies going on at once. True. You know, Roddy mm-hmm. Dangerfield had never acted before. Yeah. In a movie, <laughs> right. Ever. Yeah. You know, so you got that whole thing going on. Yeah. You've got this like class thing mm, with the yeah. Irish and the yeah. the wealthy and the haves and the have nots. And the, yeah, it was a fucking mess. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you, you know, but I was laughing at myself, laughing myself unconscious yeah. at age 14 to the movie. You know totally. what I mean? I was yeah. laughing at me laughing at it. Yeah. Not like, yeah. And there was never, a, I mean, Animal House was a generational movie for mm. me. Yeah. Like when I saw that movie, I've seen, seen it a hundred times, mm-hmm. much more so than Caddyshack. Yeah, like I liked that movie a mm-hmm. lot more. Yeah, and the experience that it was, like that's a great fucking movie. Yeah, Animal House fully landed. Yeah. But. Anyway, okay. So, so like, uh, do you what? have some more? We have some more. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I drifted off. When you said Rodney Dangerfield, it reminded me. So just an aside. Last time I got my blood taken, like in the booth over whatever they are, the little room, blood taking room over. There's this old the vampire like, octogenarian. House. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like a month. Or, no, it's well over a month after the holidays. And he, and I thought this was odd because he asked the person, hey, how, was your, how are your holidays? And I'm like, that's weird. It's like, you know, a little late to be asking. It was a setup. She goes, oh, they're pretty good. How are yours? And it was a setup so he could do this, like, vaudeville. What is it? Like, what's the sort Borscht belt? Borscht belt stuff. Oh, and it was like, he goes, they're all right. I wanted a Cadillac. My wife wanted a mink. We didn't get either. Look at all the money I saved. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? This, this guy's doing Borschfeld shtick. Oh, my God. Like, Somebody in the, came in with like, the belly he full was of ready. zingers. That's like, funny. Oh, what else does he have? Take my wife, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you. Yeah. I get no respect. respect that. That. It totally was. That's, but, awesome. anyway. That's hilarious. Yeah. I had forgotten all about that. You said Ruddy Dangerfield. Um, so, okay. Uh, okay. Hot takes. We we talked about kids. Don't give your kids teens teens alcohol. Okay. Um, well, that's good. You know that because my I, I know we've talked about this before. That all the research says, 
as as much as you want to be a cool parent and have kids under your roof drinking because at least you know where they are do not do that because all the research and you all said, the research says that's not a only, good it's going to exacerbate the, the problem issue. Yeah. okay um, that's really good because that, that would it. not have been I my gut it. well personally anecdotally you know all the kids i knew growing up who had the cool parents mm. yeah it would let like yeah i got you got some wine coolers for yeah. our trip to visit colleges or whatever mm. all those kids end up being fuck up so you know yeah. <laughs> all right i like that in this latest study australian researchers followed uh close to 2000 teens for six years found that those parents who supplied them with alcohol one year one year were twice as likely to find alcohol from other sources the following year. Wow. Um, so meaning if you, you get them started. Yeah, they're going. Twice as likely that they're going to keep going. Okay. Huh. Um, Is anyone concerned that that's Australian? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone say that does not validate anything about it? <laughs> well, I also think, I mean, there's, that's, this is just the latest, but there are studies here, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it seems, that seems... I mean, that doesn't, that makes logical sense, right? Also, by the end of the study, right. 81% of the teenagers provided alcohol by their parents reported binge drinking compared to 62% who received alcohol from non parent sources only. Wow. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. It is. So if other people, if they're finding it, if, they're, if you're not helping them out, they're yeah. less likely to binge drink. Yeah. 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 That's pretty interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, so, I guess uh, you know. Hopefully, you know this stuff will find some. You're right. My mom's calling you. She's leaving tomorrow. So oh. I was like, oh, I should you talk, talk to, to her. Mom? Yeah, because she wants to know if I'm coming to Colorado. But... Do we want to take a break? No, we're good. Are you gonna get on the horn? Yeah, I'll call her. Um, so okay, so that was the, the hot take. I mean, I don't know what the. That's we're just learning something. I was gonna say, you know, what do you think? You guys are gonna give your kids alcohol? We could still do that. Are you? I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. All Hell right. No. I take I'm gonna give my done. kids non-alcoholic beer. That's an interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. That's like a really that. interesting idea. I I, I'm not gonna do that, but I like it. Yeah, yeah. you like that? I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm gonna do that either. But uh matter of fact, I I in somewhat jest, mm. I was kind of fishing with my son. Mm. I said I was drinking well being. Mm. I said, You can have a sip if you want. Mm. And he was like, No, <laughs> no, Dad. Yeah, I'm like all right, you passed. Yeah. I think it's our family business. Exactly. It's a it's little all different. all in my house. Right. Your like, boys just, were at that shoot. Yeah. Not yeah. the one last night. I feel like I just that. can't avoid it. Mm. No. It's going to be. They're going to try it. Gonna, this is yeah. the house that N.A. Beer built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know. I feel you know? going to be N.A. Beer Bears. Put those kids through Good college. They better. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. But yes. But I'm with you. Um. Uh, a couple things about uh, Trump and his response to the op- opioid crisis. I don't know what the hot take or the question would be there. It's like we, we kind of talked about it last time. He, yeah. he appointed this 24-year-old kid with no qualifications or experience yeah. to be like the deputy oh, yeah. drug czar. Yeah. Who's since gone. He's like, he was gone by the, like the day after, like we said that he, it's like he's he's out of here. He's gone. Yeah, he's done. Funny. He got a um, sweet job at Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> Sir, no, no, oh. no, no. Yeah, he's gonna be. Hey, oh. that's a really good company. They're letting him run his own yeah. rental branch. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, good, it's a good company. Yeah, it's great. Good for training. Young. Good culture. Sure. Yeah. But um, get to wear a shirt. Yeah. It's free. Probably. But so now, you know, whatever. He's Trump's declared an emergency. Hasn't done anything about it. The four hundred eighty-five million. Uh, distributed in April that the White House calls the newly under what the White House calls the newly created 
targeted response to the opioid crisis was actually authorized in the 21st Century Cures Act by President Obama in December of 2016. So whatever. I mean, there's money going out, but it's not. Yeah. And it, honestly, $465 million is a score right. to piss. Right. It could buy a, a couldn't even buy a wing of one fighter. <laughs> yeah. right. You know? So <laughs> tell me another one. That's funny. Um, Fat sack of shit. Ooh. So there's nothing. It's just like, really? Are we going to talk about this? Yeah. Now I'm with you. World's going to hell in a handbasket. Nobody cares. 40% of the country, you know. I read Fox News every day. Yeah. You do? Absolutely. Oy, oy, oy. I want to know. I, I know, want I to know. Too, and I you know what? What's, what's the argument? What's the, what are they saying? The truth is, I'm Jeff, you. you can self-select your own reality now. That's true. You could figure out what world you want to live in based yep. on what news outlets you expose yourself yeah. to and live in that world 100% with blinders yeah. on. And if you read Fox News, Trump's doing a great job. Yep. Immigrants are the devil. Dark people, even worse. Um, I read Breitbart and Fox at least once a week just to see mm-hmm. can't what they're it. saying. I agree. I, I, mean, I read almost the like every when day, the scary part of a horror movie when you put your hands over your eyes but you look through the cracks. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of how I look at Fox News. Like I don't <laughs> dig deep. But I'm like, <laughs> but their stories aren't deep. It's so funny. No, like it's right. two paragraphs of nothing. Like yeah. no, it every makes, story has no reporting. No, it makes it's just bullshit. Look like I know Kipling <laughs> report. It's it like totally does. It's like like what the wafer thin. Like what the fuck. Okay, so clearly, do some fucking work. Right, yeah, it's glossy. Um, it's so shit. Yeah. Well, so to steer this back on track, maybe fucking people are that dumb that they can well, only read two fucking paragraphs from fucking Fox News. I think that's the assumption. That, Jesus, um, there's a certain intellectual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does piss you off though, because you're like, I want an argument. I want you to lay right. out your case, right. and the yeah. case well, is never fucking there because well, it's, it's usually paragraphs. it's shutting down the other case, the other side, which. In this case, dovetails with this other sort of bit of news. And again, I don't know if it's a hot take or if it's just all the news I've been finding lately about um, what's going on with the opioid crisis is um, just yesterday, political report that Kellyanne Conway, who I guess who's now in charge, um, has debilitated the Federal Drug Policy Office and silenced its experts as she and her own political staff made up of officials without specific drug policy expertise guide the formation of a federal opioid strategy. Ouch. So basically... <clears throat> She's preventing the drug policy experts from forming the drug policy agenda. Ouch. Well, she and a bunch of yahoos. God, that's crazy. And that's it's, really smart. That just doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, we're in the work, you know, that well, doesn't make sense well, I mean, in this not horrible... That this, that's what this podcast is but about. what would but, be the point? Just why would you even get put yourself in the middle of that or think that... Well, she... I mean, she... Trump's... It's weird. Every... Every... Depart- department, De- what's it, what are they called? Departments, yeah, yeah. departments. It's headed with the bizarro person to head sure. it. Yeah, um, like even just today, like so the, just e- the, the EPA head Scott Pruitt is saying, maybe global warming is a good thing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll be good for humans. Did anybody Who ever knows? think about that? Yeah. They're all just. Um, did anyone ever think about that? Straw men. All yeah. the focus is on yeah. build the wall. Yeah. Keep immigrants out of the um, country. Oh, man, Look over okay. here. So what else? Uh, U.S. opioid use highest of any country in the world, more than fifty percent higher than Germany, the second-ranked country. Mm, wow. um, Two thousand times or something greater than like India. Oh, um, wow. which they're saying is like in a way it's it's a problem on both ends because that means that Indians aren't getting it used appropriately. Yeah, they and don't have enough poppies that they're growing. Right. Well, no, 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 but they're, they're, it's not being prescribed yeah. enough in India in yeah. a sense. You know when it's appropriate. Yeah. 
And, and in the U.S. is just sure. chugging yeah. it. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like, hey, I was, you know, uh, listening to this extended report on NPR in the uh, town in West Virginia mm-hmm. of 360 people. Yeah. Yeah. Nine million tablets <laughs> of Oxycontin in a three year period. Nine million tablets I, I that every that. man, woman and child in that town would have to take. 12 pills every day mm. for a decade or something. Mm. Some, yeah. It's all just astronomical. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if I had hot takes. I, re- I realized I was going to go through the news items, but they're all just sort of like the Trump Sad. administration's response to the opioid just bad. Uh, crisis is no sorely lacking. Yeah. Um, and that's putting it uh, mildly. I, I don't know... Um, nice to hear jeff get his dander up though oh so about fucking right-wing media yeah yeah it's just yeah. like i i'm i'm anxious to get a good well-written piece it's not on that site right. maybe i i need to find a better right-wing site that right i'm sure there's one well, i think that, that, i mean there are better, intellectual right? bastions left of like conservatism like the, nation or the, the nation yeah i mean they're they're you know yeah. um but fox news is shit yeah, absolutely, yeah. it's absolute. It's uh, but I wonder if CNN's that. I think CNN's better than that. Like I think I, they actually I think write stories. CNN's better. Like it's than that. I think MSNBC story. is the the Fox News of the three left. paragraphs of shit. Yeah, it's just I, I, I can't watch MSNBC that. either. No, okay. um, I can't either. That's what my parents watch, and yeah, um, and it entertains me because it it prescribes it gives me the reality I want. Right. Yeah. But, but I, the, I'm just wary of all of this self-selection right. that's involved in your news outlets right. now. You can get exactly what you want. Whatever right. news you want to hear, you yeah. can find. Yeah. But the reality is I don't watch news. But the no, the ch- television news yeah, I read channels yeah. Never aren't good. Even, you know, CNN yeah. just can be is, you know, frustrating too even though yeah. I I I think it's objectively less biased than like MSNBC or Fox. Yeah. Um, but it's still like it's it's sensational. It's infotainment. It's, yeah. Um, the yeah. only news I see is when I'm at my parents. Yeah. You know, once every yeah. couple months. Yeah. Because I never yeah. ever see it at home. But yeah. doesn't matter. I, I, but, it's just NPR is all I get. Yeah. So I think we sort of carved out our our, our section, <laughs> our yeah. political stance a little bit deeper. Yeah, we've done it before. We happy, but uh, every time we've yeah, talked right. about politics, yeah. we yeah we got move. But a little. we don't do it every week, so that's good. No, we we'll start counting once every five um, weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. But uh, all right, why do we had some good recovery stuff in here tonight? Yeah, we we I like that we got to yeah. Thanks for all the writing and that. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Listeners it feels and, good. Uh, so let's more. think about this. Um, I was thinking today. It's like. I still haven't figured out the podcast. You know, people have written in like wanting to be guests, and I'm just like, I'm not booking right now. Okay. I'm so, call my mom real fast. Jeff's going to call his mom All real right. fast. And we're going to wrap this up, I think. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, I do like that we asked, hey, is, is anybody still drinking and uh, listen to the podcast? And we got a response. We asked, does anybody. Um, you know, use Alan Carr's book to quit drinking. We got a response. Um, and I, I, I like that feedback. I'm trying to figure yeah. out how to use it effectively and what, what to do with the people that respond other than just mentioning you on air. I don't know if, yeah. that, if, if you guys like that, but, uh, um, it allows us to get a little closure right. on points we make in the previous right. podcast. You know what I mean? I think so. I mean, I think uh, then we can close the loop and say, okay, people who've read Alan Carr's mm-hmm. book and it's worked for them. Mm-hmm. Or yes, there are people who listen to our podcast mm-hmm. who are still, Drinking or mm-hmm. who are undecided. I mean, I think, 
and I think serves that purpose. I think uh, you know from a a guest standpoint, um, I, I think part of my my reluctance to get back into booking is I don't necessarily want pe- one people making the circuit, want two pe- which also coincide with two people with with something to sell i guess yeah which is fine i get all that Mm -hmm. but that's not you know we've we've done that and we'll probably do it again Mm -hmm. um have those those people on but i I find that i'm I'm, i've lost touch with the people that i don't know are, 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 are more closely in touch with their sobriety and their recovery and that's why i think you know i i I'd like to hear more from people that maybe haven't uh, quit yet or are yeah. new to it. And I don't know. I, I don't know how it'll work out. And um, I'd hate to feel like I'm taking advantage of anybody. But um, if you are interested in maybe talking yeah, either on air or recorded, um, let me know that. Um, do know now. I'll, I'll finally start making the announcement. Uh, if you do write us, <laughs> and, and if you don't know by now, you, you should. Um, I'll usually mention you on there, and I'll use your first name, and it's okay. Um, and if you leave us a voicemail on either SpeakPipe or our num- our Google number, KLNSBR, what is it? It's 507-KLNSBR1. Um, I may play it on the air. Um, and if you don't want to either of those things, just make mention of make, it. Right, make mention of it in the email or the message, voicemail. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so that was a long way to get there. Uh in the meantime, I think that's it. Look for well-being at uh, the places Jeff mentioned up front, mostly over here in Missouri or online at wellbeingbrewing.com. That's right. Um, Jeff's and, back. It's and uh, It's really it good, though, right? Delicious. It is It great. is super delicious. Oh, both flavors. Both flavors. Um, cool. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Boom.